we are thankful for the, the good Lord bringing us here safely. It's been a beautiful day, a little cool this morning, but we're thankful that we are still in the land of the living. Uh, God has been good to most of us, and I think those of you who are here tonight, uh, you can voice that same sentiment. Uh, although we are going through a pandemic, but God is still good. I read a, I didn't read it, but I saw on one of the uh, magazines, I was in public, my wife and I, and I just happened to glance at one of the uh, magazines they have in the rack, and I think it was Inquirer, and I noticed the headline, front page, chaos in America. And that caught my attention. And I thought about my lesson for tonight. Yes, there is chaos in America, but for the child of God, we have hope. You may not agree with me, but I still believe that there is a God. And as long as we trust God and do his will, God is going to make a way. We're going to get over this. Uh, it's just as I have a lesson tonight with Joel, had a beautiful name. We too have a beautiful name. And I'll get to that in a few minutes. But good people, trust God. Put your hope in God. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Psalms 34, the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to our cry. God is certainly aware of what's going on. And all men, and I'm not going to take it back, all men, regardless of the color of your skin, all men need to trust God. That's the only way we're going to make it. That's, that's the only way we, chaos, the only way we're going to get out of this chaos we're in is trust God and do his will. Now, I'm not angry now. Don't, don't misunderstand me, uh, people. I'm not angry. And you may look at me and call me what you want to. But God is still on the throne. And those of us who are his children, if we trust him, does not the Bible say trust in the Lord? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him what is it that men need to do today? Acknowledge God. I don't care what color you are, where you're from. Acknowledge God. Love one another. Treat one another fairly. Do what's right. I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, uh, but uh, church, it, 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 I, I tell my wife and, and, and the congregation uh, that uh, if, if we are going to overcome this pandemic and uh, all of this and, and, and the chaos, 
let, 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 let's obey God. Let, let's, what, what, Lord, what would you have us to do? Let me get to my lesson. Tonight, Joel. The book of Joel. Joel was a prophet. Another name for prophet is seer. He was a seer. Only, uh, and we'll get to that, uh, three chapters, 73 verses. Now, Joel, Joel is in that class of minor prophets. These men were called by God. Now, let me make myself clear. There are no prophets today. Amen. Everything that we need to know today, God has given it to us in the Bible. I don't care what they're saying out there. I don't care what you call it. We, we, we are people in that Austin, Georgia. And, and the sad commentary, good people, we have some women running around calling themselves prophets. There are no prophets today. Amen. Whatever, whatever our desire is, especially those of us who are members of the body of Christ, you go to the Bible. So, the reason Joel and Amos and some of these others, Malachi, is because the content of their book. Amen. Joel is not as large as Isaiah, but he's still a prophet of God. Amen. That name, uh, Jehovah is God. Uh, you might say the Lord is God. Joe, Joe, had a, Joe had a beautiful name. Jehovah is God. Beautiful name. We too. We too have a beautiful name. We are Christians. We are disciples of Christ. And there should be no shame in wearing that name. Joe, Joe had a beautiful name. Jehovah. Oh, Lord is God. We too. We're Christian. Acts, what? Acts chapter 11 and verse number 26. And the disciples, that is the followers of Christ, the followers of were called Christians first at Antioch. We should not be ashamed of our name that we wear. Wherever, wherever we go, we should be proud of our name. Joel, Jehovah, is God. The Lord is God. And class, wherever we are, whatever we are doing, let us be proud of our name and not be ashamed that we wear the name Christ. We are Christ-like. Joel's uh, father was named uh, Penel. He was an had another beautiful name. Uh, his father, well, going back, uh, it's not up there. Uh, his father's name, Open heartness of God. 
beautiful name. And you know what? That name, Pethel, that is his father, that's the only time you'll find it in the Bible. That one time. P-E-T-H-U-E-L. Open hardness or toward God. Beautiful name. Beautiful name. There are there are seven, 73 verses and three chapters in the book of your class. Joel, his prophecy was to the southern kingdom of Judah. In class, these were God's people. But the sad commentary, the sad commentary is that they had left God. God sent the prophet Amos to give them a message. You need to come back to God. Brother Iverson, what about America today? America need to come back to God. Those of us who are, are members of the body of Christ, we need to stay with God. So Joel prophesied, his prophecy was to the southern kingdom of Judah. Now, when we look at uh, the content of uh, the book of Joel, sad commentary, but locusts was everywhere. And I'm going to go back. Let me, let me go back a little bit. Why? Why, 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 why did the, the Lord God send locusts on his people in such a devastation? Because of their sin. They had forgot, they had gotten away from God. And good people tonight, when you leave God, where do you go? There is no place to go. So Judah had left God. They had forgotten about God. Even, even, even those who were supposed to carry the message of God had gotten away from God. And if we are not careful, class, if we are not careful, we'll get caught up in this chaos. We'll get caught up in this mess that we see today and we'll just leave God out the picture. No. We're here tonight to encourage one another uh, class. Uh, as long as we obey God, uh, God will bless us. Uh, I, was a, I was a student at uh, Abilene Christian University. Uh, in my first year, because I was, I was a junior, uh, we had, one afternoon we had gone somewhere. And on the way back to the campus, I noticed a dark cloud. I said, man, what, what, what is that? Man, it's, oh, it's, it's about the rain. 
I mean, it, it was dark. We were, I had never seen anything like that. I, I, was, I was really frightened. Come to find out it was a dust storm coming. And you talking about getting dark and dust, we barely made it back to the dormitory. All of that afternoon, the wind was blowing. I mean, you couldn't see, you couldn't see maybe 10 feet in front of you. That's how dark it was. Now, can you imagine when God sent the locusts upon southern Judah? It is my understanding it was so many of them, it, it, it looked like a dark cloud. And when those, when those locusts came on the land, they devoured everything. Nothing was left. Why, Brother Iverson? Because of sin. This was God's way of chastising his people, getting them to see the need of turning back to him. What did Joel see? Joel saw a bright side, the day in which God's spirit would be poured out on all flesh. Three chapters and 73 verses. Now, what are some of the key things uh, in this great, you may want to write this down. The key chapter is chapter two, the day of the Lord. And you know, class, the day of the Lord is coming for us. We don't know when, and the Lord is coming. I don't know when. Peter tells us that. The day, of, the day of the Lord is coming for us. We don't know when. This earth is going to be destroyed. Everything here is going to be burned up. Uh, don't listen to the crackpots out there. Talking about uh, God, God is going to uh, come back and uh, the Lord is going to clean up this earth and, and the righteous is going to live down here forever. That's a lie. Peter says this earth is going to burn up. Everything in it. Now, here's another thing. Here's the joy. The Bible says we're going to be caught up in the air to be with the Lord forever. I don't, I, I, I don't know how that's going to be done, but I want to be caught up to be with the Lord forever. So there is, just like that in, in uh, Joel's time with the people of uh, Judah, they disobey God. God sent the locusts. Come on, church. We have a day of the Lord coming. I don't know when. You don't know when. But it's coming. So yes, the day of the... And then the key verse, uh, verses 2, chapter 2, 12 through 14, verse 32. The key word, repent. And let me say this to the class tonight. Sunday or Wednesday night is the only... It's not the only time we repent. Every day God wake us up, we need to repent. What is repentance, Brother Iverson? It means to change. A change of heart. A change of mind. Even you get up. Lord, I thank you for waking me up. Uh, Lord, uh, thank you for the roof over our head. Thank you for the food, the water we have. Lord, forgive me of my sins. 
even when we are, we're, we're on the job, wherever we are, we, we need to be in a, a spirit, a mindset of repentance. It means to change. And that's all God, that's all God, what God presented to, to Joel to present to the people, you need to change. In, in, in class, what is needed today? Repentance. Amen. Men need to repent. The key phrase, the day of the Lord. And it came, class. We have a day coming also. We don't have time to read all of those scriptures, but for those of you who are taking notes. And then the key thought, turn ye even to me, saith the Lord. Come back to me. And that's all. That was the message that God gave to Joel, to the people. Come back. What, what, what would God have us to do today? Come back. Stay with him. Not just on Sunday or doing a, 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 a midweek Bible class, but every day that we live, we need to stay with God. Every day. Every minute. Well, let me go back. Every second, every minute, every hour. We need to stay with God. In any class, Joel in the New Testament. And here again, uh, we don't have time to read all of those scriptures, but I want you to turn to Joel chapter 2. Look at Joel chapter 2. Look at verse 28. Joel chapter 2 and verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servant and upon the handmaid in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned to the darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord. Come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord has said, and the remnant whom the Lord shall call. There were some who were willing to obey God. Everybody did not obey God. But there were some who were willing to obey God. You think, you think everybody in the church is going to be saved? I, I would hope so. Everybody in the Lord's kingdom is not going to be saved. Amen. But there will always be a remnant. There will always be a number that will obey God. Well, Brother Iverson, you mean to tell me the, the, the spirit is not poured upon us today? Yes. We do have the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we obeyed the word of God, when we were baptized in water, the blood, we contacted the blood of Christ, all of our sins were washed away, and the Lord added the Holy Spirit to our lives. 
So class, we do have the Holy Spirit. And the, and the word that means, we, we are set apart. We, we, we are not like everybody else. We are set apart to serve God. So we do have the Holy Spirit poured upon us in baptism. And that's the only way. Let me, let me, let me make myself clear. That's the only way an individual will receive the Holy Spirit is through the teaching of the word of God, the obedience of the word of God, and being baptized in water. And the Lord adds the Holy Spirit to our lives. That's the only way. You don't get the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not poured upon us by throwing up your hands, jumping benches, farming at the mouth. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. The only way we have an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon us today is through the obedience of the word of God. Amen. And we need to encourage one another, class, along those lines. Yes. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit, calling on the Lord. We can call on the Lord. Like I said, I don't have time to, uh, you can look these scriptures up. Locusts like horses. Can, can you imagine, man, oh, what is that? You, you can imagine some of those people, when, when they saw that cloud, that dark cloud, or that uh, that just, uh, Amos, I mean, Joel, that's just another cloud. It was not just another cloud. It was locusts. And can you imagine seeing that dark cloud, not knowing immediately what it was, and all of those locusts landing on their crops everywhere, just, just devastating everything? That must have been something, class. But why? Why did that happen? Why did that happen to the people of God? Is it, it was because of their sinfulness. I'm not saying, brethren, look now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying the pandemic is a result of our sinfulness. I, I don't know where it came from. And I'm hoping, we, I'm hoping we'll get over it. But if we are going to get over even the pandemic that we see today, not only just in America, but worldwide, man needs to come back to God. And that's all Joel, that's all Joel was trying to get uh, uh, Judah to do. Come back to God. Obey God. And I'm here tonight, class. We're here to encourage one another from the book of Joel, to stay with God. Jehovah is God. We need to realize that too, that Jehovah, or the Lord, is God. So yes, locusts like horses. Oh, man, they must have been something. Then you get another uh, Revelation 9 and 7. Undefiled Jerusalem would not obey God. Revelation 21, 23, the foundation from God. Revelation 21, 22 and 1. The foundation is in God. 
the foundation for us today is God's word. Oh, being obedience to the word of God. Look at this class. The punishment and the goodness of God. Israel was made poor because of their disobedience. The land was devastated. Look at, look at, uh, 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 we've, we've had, in this pandemic, America has, has had more people to die than any other country. I'm not going to get into all of that. I, I, I don't know why. But we need to get back to God. The drink of the wine abound. Just living it up. What do you see today? You know, we, we, after, after, after so long, what, after about two months? What about after two months? We wanted to get back to the way things were. Let's, let's go to the beaches now. Let's, let's, let's start traveling now. Let, let's open up the restaurants. Let's open up the bars. But look what's happening. According to some of our medical people, if we're not careful, October, November, we may have a second wave. All because we want to do what we want to do. We, we, don't, we, want, we want to obey God. We want to obey those who in authority. So I, I don't need you, Doc I don't, doctor, doc, I don't need you to tell me what to do. We, we, we need to get back. We need to get back to having a good time. We need to get back to going to the beach. We need to get back to having uh, the restaurants open, the bars open. Oh, I, we, we, we don't need God. Let's keep on having a good time. Enemies overtake Israel. God was, when you disobey God, God will see to that. You remember, how many of you remember, uh, Lil John, you remember when the ark was taken from God's people, the Philistines came in and took the ark? You know why, you know why the ark was taken? In, for, read 1 Samuel chapter 7. You know why the ark was, was taken? Because of disobedience. That's why God allowed the ark to be taken from his people. The Philistines captured the ark. And do you not know, 30, when, when Israel went to get the ark back, 30,000 men, 30,000 Israelites were killed because, and they did not get the ark back because they disobeyed God. Can you imagine 30,000 of God's people fell in one day because of disobedience? Oh, they finally got the I don't have time to deal with the rest of it, but they finally got the ark back. You see what, what are you saying, Brother Iverson? You see what can happen when men disobey God. We see what can happen when the church disobeys God. Sackcloth, God's offering with hell. Ministers were un ministers were untrue. The men, the men of God, men who were supposed to stand up and teach the people the will of God, they got caught up.
Let us not do that, leaders. Sometimes, as a leader, uh, you just have to stand by yourself. Amen. Why, why do you say that, Brother Iverson? Because uh, we all going to stand in the judgment. And I'm not going to be able to point to my wife, uh, even uh, Lil John, one of my oldest son, here tonight. I'm not going to be able to point to him and say, Lord, if it hadn't been for my wife, hadn't been for my children. No, no, no. So yes, class, even the, leader, even the leaders were untrue. Joy and gladness was gone. Why? Because of disobedience. When you, when you fail to obey God, there will be no joy. There will be no gladness, class. Animals were starving. The, even the rivers dried up. All, all of these things happened, class. All of these things happened during the time of Joel because Judah would not obey God. Israel was made poor. And then there's a call to repentance. When we look at the book of Joel, not only was he calling uh, for the people of that time to repent, but there's a lesson for us today. Joel. Joel class, someone said, why? 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 Brother Iverson, why are we studying from the Old Testament? Why are we studying uh, those prophets? Hindsight. We can learn we can learn not to make the same mistakes that the children of Israel made. Did y'all hear me? Let, me, let me? let me repeat that. We can learn from Joel not to make the same mistakes that the children of Israel made. There's still a call to turn to God, even today. What, I, know, I know I'm repeating myself, but what do we need to do in this pandemic? What do we need to do in all this chaos? All men, not only just black men, don't jump on me now. Don't, 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 don't jump on me. Not only the black men lies uh, matter, but all men lives matter. God is not looking at this. Y'all don't get quiet on me. I may not get back here anymore. But that's all right. And I don't mean any harm. I, I, really, I, I was looking forward to this lesson tonight. Because I, I, I wanted to give myself, I wanted to give all of, and even those of you who are on Zoom, or whatever y'all have, those of you who are on Zoom tonight, I, I just wanted to give some encouragement because we need a church. And Amos, Amos uh, Joel comes at the right time. Comes at the right time for us. We can learn from this. Turn to God. Turn with all your heart. And, and you know what? We're not talking about this one. This one.
This is the heart that need to keep us in tune with God. Turn with meditation. How many of us had meditation today? Don't raise your hand. How many of us had meditation today? Now, uh, do, do you, for meditation, do you have to be in a building? Uh, do you have to be at home? No. You could have meditation in your car. You could have meditation at breakfast. You can have meditation by yourself. How, 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 many of us, how many of us take time to meditate with God? And that's all, that's all Joel was asking for the people to do. Turn to God. Turn with all your heart. Turn with meditation. How many of us had prayer this morning? Don't raise your hand. How many of us had prayer this morning? Matter of fact, how many of us had prayer today? Come on. That's what we're talking about. When we look at the book of Joel, Joel can teach us some things today. I'm not, like I said, I'm not angry, y'all. And then we need to turn with sincerity. And that's, that's all Joel was asking of God's people. Be, be sincere. Be sincere in your service to God. Do what's right. What, 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 what is that God want us to do today, church? A class? Do what's right. Turn to him. It doesn't, you see, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what others are doing. Have you turned? You and your wife. Have you all turned to God? What about you and your wife? You and your wife. Have you turned to God? Are we turning to God? That's all Amos. That's the message that Amos is trying to get to us today. Are we doing these things? And then turn when the heart is broken. Oh, There are times when even the best of us are going to have troubles. Things are not going to always go right. Sometimes your, your wife, sometimes your husband, sometimes your children, your grandchildren, sometimes your best friend, sometimes a member of the body of Christ will break your heart. Some of you sitting here tonight have been there. I know I have. Now, when the heart is broken, do you leave God? No. You remember what James says? James chapter 1. James says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers. Now, the word divers there means various. All of us are not going to have the same problems. All of us are not going to have the same heartaches. Come on, y'all. I want that to soak in. Because I believe every last one of us in here tonight, and I want to be, be number one. There have been times when your heart has been broken. What did you do? Joel 
is asking Judah to come back to God. You want, you want your heart mended Judah? Return to me. Return, not to, well, return to God. What is that God want men to do today? Turn, come back to him. And God will mend. I believe God will mend of a heart. Oh, what a book. At the time of this ignorance, God winked at, he overlooked. And, 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 you, and all of you, under the law, God did overlook some things. But let me show you something. But now, no excuse now, under the old law, God overlooked some things. And I don't have time to deal with that. But now, he commanded all men everywhere to repent. Come back. And remember this. Remember, he's, he's not talking about uh, this heart. And, and there are a lot of times, I, I, I can remember class uh, coming up in, uh, when just a boy, uh, in there in Jacksonville, Florida, attending the, uh, because most of, most of my people are Baptists. Coming up in the Baptist church, I, I would see people just beating on their heart. Oh, I got the Lord right here in my heart. And you know, I, as a boy, I, did, I didn't understand at the time, but they'd they be beating on, the, beating on that chest. Come to find out, no, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I know God would take care of us, but, but why, why are you beating on that muscle? It's just a muscle. God needs to be, this is what God needs to be. It's just a lot of people misunderstand, just misunderstand that this is the heart that God deals with every day. So class, let us remember. It's a call to repent. Turn to Job chapter 2 real quickly. Come on. Oh boy, look at the time. Look at Job chapter 2 class. Look here. Look at it. Ooh, this, is, this is delicious. This is delicious. Look at verse 12. Therefore also now saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all of your heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. Rend your heart. The word rend means to prepare. Get it ready. Stay prepared and rend the, and I'm reading from the King James Version. And rend your heart and your garments and turn unto the Lord your God for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness and repenteth. Notice the word, didn't say repent, but there's an E-T-H, repenteth. What does that mean, Brother Iverson? You could, not, not just on Sunday or Wednesday night, but we should always have a, have a repentance heart seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Slow to anger and of great kindness and repenteth him of the evil. That's what Job was asking. And that's, that's how we learn today. That's how we learn from Job today. That God is calling the church, his people, to repentance. 
Amen. Oh, I love that class. I just love that. Then the goodness of God. Oh, man. Oh, got a few more minutes. The goodness of God. Look at verse, now, look at verse 18. Look at verse 18, Joel, Joel chapter 2. Then will the Lord be jealous for his land. Pity his people. Verse 19, yes, the Lord will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn, wine, or you shall be satisfied therewith, and I will no more make you a reproach among the heathens, but I will remove far off from you the northern armies, your enemies. I'll take care of your enemies. You just obey me. Do, do, do my will. And will drive them into a land barren, desolate, and with his face toward the east sea and his hand, hand apart toward the utmost sea, and his stink shall come up, and his ill savour shall come up, because he had done great things. And then verse 21, fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Oh, the pandemic that we're going through, it's going to pass. The chaos that we see in America, it's going to pass. Because I believe as long as we obey God, he's going to do great things. God has, already, God has already done great things for us. The mere fact, let, let me show you something. I'm an old man now. because you can see that. And I can feel it. I'm 77 years old, you all. Soon to be 78 in December, be it the Lord's will. But I'm so thankful. I know the Lord has done great things for me. Amen. He said, three score and ten, but if by reason of strength and health, four score. Some of you in here already reached four score. Am I right? Already, already reached four score. What a blessing. What a blessing. I'm looking for, I want to, I want to, I want to live to be 90. That's my goal. Now, I don't know what the Lord is going to say. But as long as I live, as long as I live, I want to be of service to the Lord. Amen. So, the goodness of God, God will pity his people. If we do what's right, God will pity. Answer, he will answer. Let me tell you something. In my, in my 70, almost 78 years, and my son, uh, Lil' John, sitting back there, God has been good to me and my family. I know God, in many instances, I know God answered. Amen. I wish I had time to go into some details, but uh, I, I, I know God. And I tell the children that all, my, my children, grandchildren, I tell them that all, all the time. I know God answers. Amen. I, I wish I had time. Supply the needs of his people. He will supply. Am I right, ma'am, sister? He will supply. Man, you got six children? 
all of them in school at one time. Come on, y'all. And it's getting near the end of the month. And the refrigerator is looking low. Oh, y'all. But let me tell you something, brother. Out of the clear blue sky, somebody come by and said, Brother Iverson, you in there? I got some collard greens for you. Come on out here. Brother Iverson, uh, I got some sweet potatoes. Do you want them? Do I want them? That has happened, class. God will supply. Take care of your enemy. Now, all of us in here <laughs> have had an enemy at one time or another. It may be the person sitting next to you. Oh, I'm in trouble. It may be that person sitting next to you. We've all had an enemy at one time or another. But the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, trust in the Lord and do good. God will fight our battles. Read, read uh, I don't have time tonight, but uh, read, read Psalms 34. Read Psalms 37. What about, you remember David? I was once young, Psalms 37. I was once young, now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, now his seed begging bread. David wasn't perfect. Lived to be in his 80s. David made a lot of mistakes. But what, what other man you know in the Bible that God called a man? Uh, David was a man after God's own heart. Oh, he made many mistakes. Even to the fact one, one of his boys wanted to kill him. So yes. Sometimes we can be sleeping with the enemy. And don't know it. Smile now we don't can the camera. God will take care of you in him. And then, one of the things Joel, in chapter 3, wanted Judah to know, yes, the locust has destroyed everything. But if you return, I will restore the years the locusts have eaten. If you return to me, I will restore the years you have lost. Powerful. God will restore today. Class, real quickly, last point. The goodness of God as seen in Psalms, God will satisfy. He will preserve us. Follow him all the days of our lives. He will keep us alert. Bless us when we feel. That shouldn't be the. Bless us when we feel and respect him. He will crown our years. And he will provide for the poor. That's the goodness of God. From the book of Amos. 
So we learn, we learn all of these things, class. And I hope you will remember some of these scriptures. Thank you for your presence tonight. And I hope and pray that I've said something that will encourage us. And it's only, it's only seven to three verses, class. It's only seven to three verses, three chapters. And go, go back and read uh, Joel and uh, how that great prophet, he was pleading with God's people to return, to do what's right. What is God doing today? He's still pleading with us, wanting us to obey him. In, in class, I, I, I know the world may not agree with me, and, and that doesn't bother me. But the answer, the answer to the chaos in the health situation we are having today, get back to God. Obey God. Learn to respect and love one another. That's, that's the message that we need to take to the world. Let us get back to Jehovah. The Lord is our God. May God bless you. May God keep you.